Welcome to the Melanin Money Show with your host, George Achenpong and Carter Cofield. We're on a mission to decrease the wealth gap by $100 billion and in the process creating 100,000 new first generation millionaires. And we want you to be one of them. So listen to our show for weekly tips on personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship as we help you navigate your journey to your first $1 million in net worth and beyond. Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. And we got a very, very special guest, my friend, my sister, my OG client, Marketing by Mumry. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say our government because name. Because you be trying to tell out my beef. <laughs> Marketing by Mumry. Like, <laughs> how you feeling? I'm feeling good. How y'all feeling? Hey, man. Long long overdue. Long yeah. overdue. So yeah. glad to have you on the show. Carter, how you feeling, brother? I'm feeling good, man. I'm happy about this episode. I've been, I've been wanting to... Uh, my ass a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's, just like, it's a whole lot of asking for a friend today. So like, I'll, if you see me taking over, it's because I got some questions. I'm just sitting back like, okay. <laughs> um, but nah, so y'all... um. For those of you, I mean, if y'all have been following me on social media for any period of time, you know about uh, my relationship with. Uh, I almost did it. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It's like, like it's like he almost <laughs> tried to do I it on purpose. It. But marketing, she, I don't know why she doesn't want to say her government name. But uh, with uh, but marketing by Monray, and um, because I'm always just so amazed uh, by all the things she's been able to do, the person, the woman that she's evolved into, the entrepreneur that she's evolved into. Um, so many of y'all might hear her tell the story. I think she was just recently on Donnie's podcast about yes. how she went from $168,000 to a million dollars in her business. Yes. And so the funny story is like she, you know, even back then she was trying to like get the right people on the team and know, knew that she needed help. And so she reached out to me. She, she DM me and she, I think on Instagram originally or emailed <laughs> me or something. And she was just like, yeah, I'm about to blow up. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm like, Okay, I mean, it sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but something about her energy, like, I, I believed her. And, and sure enough, I remember like it was yesterday. Was it dis- like early December or late November when you crossed over that million dollar threshold? You called me. It was like, we was yes, hype on the phone. Yes. Um, I, I was like, I had just got the deposit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, she, and she did it. She did everything that she said she was going to do. Um, like we talked about in our last episode, for every action, there's obviously equal reaction, right? Mm-hmm. There's just so much that goes into going from a, a entry level six figure business right. to a seven figure business literally overnight. So we're gonna unpack some of that stuff on the episode. But okay. like for those of you who don't know, yeah, who marketing by Monray is, yeah, tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got started. Well, I am so excited to be here, guys. Mm-hmm. But I am marketing by Monray, guys. I am a marketing strategist and business development coach. Um, ultimately, I help people create addictive revenue generating campaigns. And my goal is just really to help entrepreneurs make marketing simple. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be hard. It's just numbers. Mm-hmm. And we just got to do the work. Big facts. Big facts. And that's one thing that's unique about you because... You do such a great job with the storytelling and the creative and the visuals. A lot of people might not know is you are very scientific yes. when it comes to the strategy and the campaigns that drive the high high level visuals that people see. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about like what that looks like, right? So if someone comes to you and they're like, "Oh, I got this great idea. Or I want to like do this marketing campaign." What are some of the numbers and the metrics? That people need to be thinking about they want to have success online because people just think it's oh I'll post my page and click link yeah. in my bio or mm. maybe they, they're advanced and they say comment awards and they think that like right. everybody's gonna take their offer but what are some of those like 
those things that go into making these offers and just like these campaigns successful. You know, one thing that I love about marketing is that it is all numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And you can either love that or hate it, but I know right. like y'all love it, right? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Because it doesn't matter about your energy, how excited you are about mm-hmm. it. It's literally the numbers behind it. And so mm-hmm. that's what I respect about it. But for the metrics that you should be looking at, mm-hmm. the first thing is the traffic, right? Like mm-hmm. we have our A-step method, but the, First thing that I tell people is create your million dollar plan, right? Mm-hmm. Which we coined the name, but it's basically just forecasting your traffic mm-hmm. okay. um, and being able to understand how many people you need to get to the site. And then what actions do you need to take to get mm-hmm. those people to the site? Right. Yep. And even I don't necessarily always talk about this to my um, students because right. this kind of can go over their head. Yeah. But when I talk about it, you know, on the agency side, mm-hmm. we're planning out even how many people need to see your marketing and each platform has mm-hmm. a different conversion rate. You convert differently. It's Carter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> I start sitting up in my chair like, let's talk. Okay. <laughs> I love it here. Yeah. So yeah, each platform got a different conversion rate based mm-hmm. on your business. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I always tell people like, you got to trust them mm-hmm. because your Instagram platform may convert differently than your TikTok. Right. A lot of people don't understand that TikTok is the top of funnel platform. So your conversion on sales is a lot lower Mm. right so it to say the least like you just got to understand your numbers so that you can and you can print money on demand literally when you understand the numbers okay 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 speak my language yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so you mentioned something about an eight-step method and i don't want you giving away too much but like can you just dive into somebody's entrepreneur said like all right what is the eight steps like what does that eight-step method look like to be kind of unpacked it's a free game right so um, we call it the SMC method, so the strategic marketing campaign method. Okay. Um, and so the first step is focus product. You got to have a focus. Like, we are, if you were just focusing on this black shirt, like, mm. that's it. Don't be trying to sell the black shirt, the pink shirt, the orange shirt. Like, just sell the one thing so you can create the story and the dialogue and the messaging around it. Okay. Um, then move on to step two, which is concept and strategy. You got to have a message because a lot of times people don't get messaging through... Um, through your words or what you're saying in your mm-hmm. captions, they get it visually. So you need them to eat with their eyes, right? So you want to have a, a concept, but you also need a strategy. You need mm-hmm. that million-dollar plan. Then you move on to phase three, which is mapping it out, right? So a lot of people ask me, like, how do I do all of these campaigns? How do you get all of this content? content? Well, mm-hmm. I spend more time on paper than I do... Behind the camera. Yeah. Okay. And so I write down everything. If I need three posts on three different platforms, I need to write it all out. I need to identify everything that we need to actually go out to the public. Then we move on to phase four, which is creating the content. That's us actually recording the visuals. That's us writing the emails. That's us writing the text messages. That's us actually capturing all of the things, right? Mm-hmm. And then we move on to phase five, which is the launch, right? So if you have a launch activity, which everyone should, Mm -hmm. which is, it could be an IG live launch. It can be a webinar or a challenge or whatever, but you have some type of launch activity that you're driving traffic to. And then as you start to launch and execute, you monitor. You got to monitor the results that you said that the goal was. People don't do that. No, you don't. Look, you post and pray. You know what I mean? Post, pray, and pray. I hope my rent gets paid this month. Like, no. Like, you got to have strategy. So then after um, phase six is phase seven, which you pivot. A lot of people, they look at the results and they be like, okay, well, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Like, nah, like, if it worked, double down on it. If it didn't work, change it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. phase eight is analyzed. At the end of the campaign, looking at everything from verse I view, documenting it, and then pushing on to the next campaign. That makes so much sense because it's almost like that's how you create your, your formula, right? Yep. To ultimately know like what is dialed in. But if you don't test and if you don't pivot and you don't double down, then you'll never be able to like make those make those tweets. I'm texting you all the things we need to do better. So <laughs> if, if, if you just get all these text messages, <laughs> I'm taking my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, like one thing that I tell companies, especially when you start working at a high level, like this is the way that your marketing team should be mm. working, right? Like mm. our team knows, all right, y'all, we have finished phase three. It's time mm. to go to phase four. Yeah. Right? Like you should, your project should be moving like this, right? Yeah. And so it's a mixture of, like you said, I am very creative, but mm. We're highly organized when it comes to creating campaigns, but yeah. we are also very strategic when it comes to the numbers. Yeah, and, that, and that's, a, that's a rare find. It's usually, it's usually either or. It's, it's yeah. usually like you find somebody who can create the visuals and the aesthetics and the vibe and all yeah. that, and then somebody else maybe who's behind the scenes who can do like the, the strategy and the numbers. But to be able to like literally, bro, like the reason why, now I know I'm, I, I seem like Superman sometimes, but with this <laughs> campaign that we just did, the only reason why I was able to happen is because I was able to just like, this is what I want, this is in my head, here you go. Yeah. After that, I had zero. When I say zero involvement, I had zero involvement. I may send one voice note like, hey, I thought this was dope. What do you think about this? But even that wasn't like a mission critical change. So mm. to be able to have somebody or a team. Yeah. Speaking of which, maybe unpack that for us. Like if someone is a growing company, mm-hmm. right? They're like, okay, I'm, I'm bigger than a social media, just having a social media manager. I'm bigger than having yeah. somebody who can build a funnel here and there. Yeah. What would you say are the key components of a robust, well-oiled marketing department? Mm, what do you mean? That's a good question. So first, it starts with the CEO because the CEO actually should be running the marketing department. Even mm. if you have a CMO or someone over the department, mm. but the ideas have to come from the visionary, right? Mm. Like, I got to know where you going, right? Mm. Um, so after that, you have to kind of know, like, based on your um your CEO, what their strengths and weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. If their strengths is creative, right? Like you are a super creative person. So Georgia hit me with a five minute voice memo. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have time to talk about that today. But like, he's he's consistent. Listen, (laughs) I'm so happy they put it on 2x speed. Yeah. Oh wow, y'all speed. That's y'all speed. I hear it fast. I was like, okay, I could get through this five minutes and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it, right? But depending on what the CEO has, you fill in those gaps right Mm. so if your ceo is more creative then you kind of want your cmo to be creative but you also need them to be more strategic right um so you should have somebody running the department Mm. um depending on the type of company that you have like Mm. we're talking about an e-commerce company you need somebody on the back end of the site right and i tell people that you staff based on the customer journey Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't think like that right Mm -hmm. and we talked about this a little bit the first part of the customer journey Carter's face is so funny Uh, no I mean I mean like you you, this this is your last question by the way okay this is not my phone is full but go ahead Uh, the customer journey has five steps right first step is visibility Mm -hmm. I gotta be seen if enough people can't see you enough people can't pay you right Mm -hmm. so you need people there that these people are actually gathering the leads this is your social media manager Mm -hmm. this is your content creator these are your people that's creating TikToks and mm-hmm. all of those, your models and stuff like that. Then you need someone in the nurture phase. You got to have someone on email. So you're going to have a copywriter. You're going to have someone on emails. You probably have invisibility. You'll probably also have an ads person too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then in nurture, you want to have a set of team members. And then in purchase, you need someone that understands 
Shopify or your website or the funnels so that they can always be looking at how can I make the conversion rate better? How can mm. I like everybody has a KPI in every phrase, right? Mm. Like my visibility on our visibility team, they literally have a KPI of which is a key performance indicator. They have to get a hundred leads a day. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care how y'all do it, bill bar buy, right? Like that's yeah. the way you get traffic. So a hundred leads a day. Build, borrow, or buy. So you the build. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm trying to take notes, ask questions, and and get the game. So like you can't rewatch the episode (laughs) on your channel. (laughs) It's too good right now. Um, So build, building your own list, building your own, uh, borrow other people's stages, other people's audiences, or buy using ads. Yep, that's the most eloquent uh, way of art of saying uh, of thinking about. That's build, borrow, buy. I like that. Yeah, I mean, because that's the only way you can get traffic. That's it. That's it. So when you staff in that visibility phase, you want to think about that. Who's building, who's borrowing, who's buying, Mm. right? And like, what does that look like? And then how we have our lead generation. So even on our lead generation side, which is our visibility part of the Mm. department, who's now, once we have those 100 leads, once they go in to be nurtured, do we have appointment setters? Do we have people to convert them on sales calls? Depending on the type of offer. If it's e-com, it's a little bit different. So, just thinking about like that that customer journey mm-hmm. and you staff based on the journey of the customer is is virtually you virtually basically want to walk your customers through your store right like right. hold their hand to see me then I, I can nurture you then I want to purchase mm-hmm. and then they go to the end of the journey which is experience and community experience and community are you an aspiring first generation millionaire who's looking to march towards their first 1 million in net worth if you are and I strongly encourage you to consider joining the Melanin Millionaires Club. Inside the Melanin Millionaires Club, you're going to get access to a complete library of elective courses that will help you navigate towards your journey of your first one million in network. You're going to receive access to My Wealth Health, which is a dashboard that allows you to track your financial progress in real time. You're going to get access to live workshops and masterclasses. And you're going to get access to our past library recording of all of our masterclasses and workshops called Financial Flicks. Not to mention, you're going to receive access to our flagship feature called Pocket Advisor, where you get access to a financial coach in real time. This is by far one of my favorite features of the platform, and there's so much more. All you have to do to learn more is go to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to see how you can take advantage of all these benefits and become a first generation millionaire. See you inside the club. Okay. Um, so you mentioned the eight steps. So I want to like break down some of the steps that I think that the audience can use more clarity on. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned uh, the launch phase. Yeah. What is your favorite launch strategies or your favorite or more successful launch strategies that you've seen? Because people out there have products they want to launch. Yeah. And I've seen the biggest mistake is people spend the, the months developing the product, the e-com, the masterclass, the course. And they say, go buy it. And people yeah. like, what are you even selling? What's happening? Yeah, what's happening right now? <laughs> and my first launch, I sold nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, like five years ago, I was like, I'm not never selling a course again. George had to drag me back into... <laughs> Econ, I was so I was so jaded because I didn't have a launch strategy. So can you dive deeper on that? Yeah. So there's different type of launches, right? Like you got our basic and we teach. So in our school of marketing, that's what we teach, like people Mm -hmm. how to launch. And so our basic launch is the Instagram live launch. Okay. 
that's it. You know, like just come on live and you're going to, but you use, you utilize all the launches the same mm-hmm. way. We're going to tell people like this live is on the 13th. We're going to get signups. We're going to lead generate to this particular live. The, just like logging on and just like helping correct, people show up. Correct. Yeah. Like when we did an Instagram live launch with the million dollar planner, the mm-hmm. new one that came out. Nice. Um, and so when we did it, we basically, we sent out postcards and told people like, hey, like come, you know, come to our uh, launch party. Like mm-hmm. everybody wear fancy clothes. Like this was during the pandemic. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. I'm like, I'm like, but, uh, but like everybody had to just dress up to stay and be, be in yeah, the house. Yeah, right, right. So like wear fancy clothes. We had on furs, okay, on the launch party. But it was fun. And you got a postcard with my picture on it. And mm-hmm. I done just did this campaign. I done turned into Beyonce. Like mm-hmm. it made you want to show up, right? And then we sold out of the planner. So. Um, you got on a live, on a live, on a live. I need literally. y'all to understand that's not normal. Okay, <laughs> like okay, and and what's a sorry? What's uh-huh. a timeline? A good launch timeline? Seven day? I know it, I know it depends on the product, but like yeah. if you have to give an average, how long should people be like make building awareness before the launch? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So it depends on the type of launch. Okay. So you got the Instagram live launch, then after that is the webinar, right? Mm-hmm. And then once you have a do perfect the webinar, then you can go into a challenge. And then after you perfect the challenge, you can go into like the webinar challenge mix and mm-hmm. then you can do events. That's that's, right? that's, that's my cup of tea right there. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. But it's like the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you never figure out how to go live, like you why are you, you trying cannot. to do a five day challenge? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. you don't you need go to live for ninety minutes for five days. Exactly. So that's why it's like a stair step, right? 1,000%. Um, but as far as the awareness goes, I tell people if you don't have an audience, spend three to four weeks, mm-hmm. like just promoting it, mm-hmm. get it going back to that bill bar by like thinking about how am I getting traffic? And yeah. then when it comes to the numbers and your strategy, you can literally understand how many people need to register, mm-hmm. how many people need to show up, mm-hmm. how many people need to convert. So mm-hmm. you can make the money once again, print money on demand. Dope. Dope. Okay. Um, so now that we have a so a, a launch strategy, a month if you don't have an audience, maybe a little bit less if you do have an audience. Yeah, like two, three weeks. Yeah, and then you need to depending on where you are in your business journey, it's the the, the difficulty of a launch you're going to have because yeah. if you if you don't know how to work Zoom webinar, webinar jam, then you can't do a challenge. Like and that. I think you really should start like regardless if because some people like I already made a million dollars, but you ain't never did a launch, so start yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, right. you know oh, what I'm saying. Facts. Like, don't facts. just yeah. start so you can get the. There's a reason why right. there's steps right. to this. Right. Right. Okay, so when it comes to getting the awareness and the traffic, right? How do you market through the noise of today's environment? Or what's some great strategies that you have to help build awareness to get the people? Because like when I what I know, when I tell people to get a digital marketing game, their biggest fear is nobody showing up. Mm. So. What are some ways they can build awareness? I know you said build, borrow, buy, or can you like expand on like, hey, how do you do this if it was a person trying to make their first yeah. launch? Yeah. I think it goes back. That's a good question because a lot of people are scared like nobody's coming, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's okay for your first launch that two people came. You know what I'm saying? But you got to get the repetition of being able right. to do it over and over again. And a lot of people stop too soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to awareness, our thing is creating those addictive like scroll stopping campaigns. Okay. Like you, like right now we, um, for black Friday, we did a P Valley campaign. You like my right on the pole. Like that is crazy. Right. Like, you you did a what? (laughs) It's it's a a show called P Valley. Um, okay. It's like, what is it like? It's based off like 
What it's, it? Yes, it's based in Mississippi. You never yeah. seen it? You don't no, watch TV? I don't watch TV. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't land with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Target. Yeah, I was at the Target. It's all good. It's all good. No, but Pete Valley is a show that a lot of people watch. Okay. And it is, it's basically based on like, this. it's a strip club. It's based out of a strip club. Okay. And so we utilize that campaign. So there is a guy that's on there and he runs the strip club or whatever. Mm-hmm. He always has these rules. And so as I was coming up with my rules for like marketing for the um uh Black Friday trial that we had, I was like, oh, this sound like P Valley. This sound like Uncle Clifford. And I was like, okay. oh, we finna do a P Valley campaign. Yeah. And so not that I was actually spinning because I can't do all of that. But, <laughs> you know, like, but just to see that, yeah. it's like, what is Monroe doing? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so it makes you stop. And it doesn't have to be like you recreate, recreate a TV show or whatever. It just needs to make you, like, stop scrolling. Good job. Mm-hmm. Good job on the campaign we just did. Yeah. Yeah, because that... that yeah. That's how you market the noise, being yeah. different and original. Yes, okay. exactly. exactly. I told you she's gonna be proud. Yeah, with well, this, like, this cafe. Oh no, nah, he yeah he he texted me. He texted me. I said I called and said, bro, one of the ones. This is one of the ones. <laughs> this is one of the ones. And, and that's the thing of like you said about like a like a CEO being creative. Like what I, again, mm-hmm. what I like about it is like one, I have a partner who loves marketing, yeah. right? So like from an execution standpoint, it's like I don't have to do everything myself. Right. And then now, you know, that we, we, we're working together like someone who can actually do the thing. Right, right? It's right. like, okay, look, how do we get this from idea to execution? Yeah. Um, but for someone who maybe doesn't have like the financial resources yet to like hire somebody to have a team, like what are, what are some things that they can do on a, just a, a fundamental level, right, to create campaigns that are addictive, yeah. right, and penetrate penetrate through the noise. I think the first thing is like you gotta tap into you, right? Yeah. Like the addictive part of that nobody else is doing is something mm-hmm. that's um, related to you, right? Mm-hmm. So if you love church, girl, do you a scripture Tuesday? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you something that relates to you that you can relate to your brand? Um, and we used to do campaigns in the house, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want people to understand that we. This was the pandemic. Like, all of this stuff that I was doing was in the house with my iPhone, me and my partner, right? Mm -hmm. And so, the first campaign we did was a birthday campaign. Mm -hmm. And I literally... I remember that one. Yeah. Like, I... I literally got a um some pancakes from McDonald's. I ordered <laughs> I ordered them from Uber Eats. Mm. I uh, put the pancakes, uh, put some birthday candles in, and I did videos of blowing it out, um, giving them different tips. Mm. I put a little background up in the house. Like I did all of this in the crib, you yeah. know. So I'm saying this, and I, I also want people to not use the excuse of I'm not creative. Right, right, right. I go on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And I find pictures uh-huh. and I just recreate them. I literally like I send drive like this the mood board. This is what we gonna do. This you know like mm-hmm. I don't I see it visually, but mm-hmm. I have to like see it for mm-hmm. me to create it because I don't want to go and have the photographer think that they see what I'm doing. You know right. like I need to actually show them like this is an, is an example. Right. So I think those are some of the things like don't necessarily get stifled by like your amount of creativity Mm. or feel like you can't do it because you don't have the budget. There is stuff that you can do that you can, you can do a campaign for a hundred dollars, but I also want people not to get caught up on just the concept. You remember that was only phase two. It was eight steps. Yeah. The concept ain't the campaign. The strategy is the campaign, right? Right. Like, so you got to keep doing the rest of the steps to get people to stop scrolling too. 1000%. So do you feel like, there are seasons for marketing strategies or campaigns, or do you feel like, like, 
they, you, you can do the same marketing all year. Cause like, you know, back in the day, I feel like social media was so easy to market on in mm -hmm. 2020 because everybody was in their phone. Right. right now, Instagram is not going to push your content out to that many people right, right. now. Cause they're trying to recoup their money from ad spend. Right. So like, do you feel like there are seasons from, for different marketing campaigns? And if so, what have you seen like for the last three to six months that has really been working from a campaign standpoint? I think from a campaign standpoint and and I say campaign, right? Uh -huh. Like we use the word campaign, but a campaign is nothing but a launch, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the definition of a campaign is the organized course of actions to achieve a goal. It didn't say anything about like their creativity. It didn't say you spend mm -hmm. money. It just said you need to be organized and have a goal, right? Mm -hmm. So I say that to say you should always be in campaign regardless, right? And the only difference that I've seen in the last three months, three to six months is like you just have to show up more, right? Mm -hmm. Because they are not, they're not showing it to everybody. At all. At all. At all. Right? So instead of me um, thinking like, oh, I could just post one time a week, like I got to keep, mm -hmm. I got to stay on their necks because I don't know when my stuff going to get shown. Mm -hmm. Right. So let me just keep going. And then I have to be creative. I have to also be adaptable. I think right. when people think about social media marketing, they're just not adaptable enough. Mm -hmm. It's always changing and you have to keep testing stuff out. Like there is one season that TikTok may do well or mm -hmm. Instagram or Facebook or whatever. You just got to be able to roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, one thing that I was thinking about is like, so there's so many people who like, they say, I'm not a, I don't like being in front of the camera. And they yeah. might have a great idea. They might have a great product. They might have a great service. But then you do think of people like Phil Knight who own Nike and no one knows who Phil Knight is, but they know who Jordan and Serena is. Right. Could you imagine having a financial coach that at any given time, you could ask your questions in real time from a real expert and get real advice? To be honest, Pocket Advisor is the flagship feature, in my opinion, of the Melanin Millionaires Club. And when I originally created this platform, for those of you who may not know this, Pocket Advisor was actually the name and the primary feature back in 2021. But when I rebranded to the Melanin Millionaires Club, I knew that no matter what we added or changed, Pocket Advisor had to stay because we have democratized financial advice by giving you access to a real financial expert in real time. There is no other financial education platform that you'll find something like this that's actually backed by a financial advisor. One of the top 100 in the nation, I might add. So if you're looking to get financial education in your pocket in real time, head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Pocket Advisor, as well as all the other great benefits and features that you can find as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. What would you say to an entrepreneur who has a great product, has a great service, but just it just isn't in their personality they feel like to be in front of the camera? Yeah, so I think it depends, right? One, this might not sound nice, but I don't think everybody should own the beast. You know what I mean? Like even yeah, I'm a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think every you know everybody I mean? should yeah. own a business. We can all we can all agree that and say you know, that. Like, yeah. everybody don't have to own a business. Like you mm -hmm. can invest in a business if you have to ask yourself, and people may not want to hear this, mm -hmm. but you have to ask yourself, like if I don't want to be in the camera in mm -hmm. front That's of the a camera, perspective. Mm -hmm. and I don't have no money to invest in somebody to be in front of the camera. That part. 
then what are you going to do? Yeah. Nothing. So why not just invest in somebody else's business? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, come on, if you're more a strategic person, see somebody's business and become their COO or mm -hmm. like tap into them and then you can You can have your it. business within somebody's business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So why do you have to own a business if mm -hmm. you have nothing to give to this business? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's kind of my perspective because I do understand like you can have the influencers and the, mm -hmm. but you got to have money for that. And yeah, most people true. that start businesses don't have bread. Mm -hmm. So it's like... And if you're not willing to get in front of the camera... Then it's like, just yeah. don't do it. What, the, way, the way I always look at it is like, you know, do it to the extent of like being able to leverage yourself. Like I, even, I literally sent your voice note on this, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I understand that we got to penetrate the noise. I understand that there's because my business is so financial driven. Like right. it only makes sense for me to go crazy on content next right. year, right? And like leverage myself. Tell him. Right. Tell him, yes, okay. Yes. I'm uh, the CEO, man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but, but to leverage my business, like I, th th these are the things I know, right? Yeah. But it's like at the same token, I don't feel like we would have been able to do what we've done over the past several months if I didn't like dig deep on like infrastructure. No, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. But I know now that we have, I feel confident. But 2024, yeah, I feel okay. confident. Now, I'm like, okay, cool. Like now, I'm gonna leverage myself, yeah. right, to be able to do. So I think it's like at minimum, you have to be willing to leverage yourself. To get the business to a certain point, and then yeah. I do think there's a there's a there's an inflection point where you can have more ambassadors or spokespeople right. who can lead, and you can kind of like you know fade to the, fade to black. But if you're not willing to do that for the business that you say you care about, yeah, then I think you know what are we talking about? No, you and right. you shouldn't, and it's okay. Like I understand that you don't like the camera, right? right? But like you said, if you're not willing to leverage yourself, then what? what other options do you have? You don't have the money to hire nobody. Yeah, I, so it's like, what other options do you have? If you don't like camera, you don't, you don't like money. Like I, I just tell you, I don't even give them an excuse. Like if you don't want to yeah. get a camera, then you don't, you don't want money because if they don't know you, they can't flow you. Yeah. Right. If they don't know who you are, how can they pay you? Right. So it's extremely important to get in front of the camera as much as possible yeah. to be able to sell your product. Unless you got money to. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So speaking of that, free media versus paid media. Do you, mm -hmm. what's your, um, uh, perspective on that like how much free media does somebody be doing to, you know as far as content to build list and how much or when should people start paying for ads and do you have a, a kind of opinion on how you would coach somebody if they came to you say Marish I do Con free contest you do paid ads and what's the split and how do I you know it goes back to that million dollar plan okay. right so when you think when our million dollar plan maps out how many customers that you need okay and mm -hmm. then it says how much website traffic that you need and okay. then how many people need to see your marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at this amount of website traffic and we're looking on your Instagram and the analytics is telling us that you only getting X amount of people to see your marketing, X mm -hmm. amount of people to go to the website, you don't have any relationships to leverage. You only have the only other option is to buy traffic, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's my reality point for a lot of entrepreneurs because when I do that million dollar plan with them, they like, I ain't doing enough. Like, mm -hmm. that's why I'm not making the goals that I said I want to make. Yeah, you could say you want to make $100,000, but did you have enough traffic for that? Right. And so that's when you understand, like, when do you do build, borrow, buy? So let's do exercise, okay. if you're willing to do it. So I am a business owner. Yes. I want to make $100,000 on this next launch. Okay. My product is $1,000. Okay. Right? So. Get my little cash. Yeah, that's, I, I like that, that'd be a dope exercise, right, okay, for the audience, cool. right? Yeah. Right? So I, I, I want to make $100,000 on this launch. Um, my product is a thousand dollars, so I okay. need to sell what a hundred units or a thousand units? A hundred units? What's that? at the zeros? Thousand dollar? Yeah, 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 yeah. hundred, units, hundred units. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. To be honest, we we aim for way higher in our launches, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so 
uh, I want to have a hundred thousand dollar launch. My product is a thousand dollars, and I, you know, have ten thousand followers. So I don't have I don't have a big audience, and maybe my maybe my I'm only being able to organically reach ten thousand people a month. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, and I'll break it down. So that means you need a hundred people to buy your products, mm-hmm. right? So the conversion, the average conversion rate is between one to three percent. Okay. For a thousand dollar product. No, just period. Uh, okay. Period. period. Okay. So let's just say one percent to be safe, right? Uh-huh. Um. So that means we need ten thousand people to come to the website. Right? Okay. 10,000 people need to come to the website so that a hundred of them give you a thousand dollars. Okay. Got it. So then now the next thing is like how many people need to see your marketing. And so we use that same conversion rate across the board. Right. Okay. So if you are, that's the 1%. So I need a million people to see my marketing. <sighs> right. You only got 10,000 followers. So now we can go in the back end and see your impressions on the average of a month. If the campaign is, for a month, right? And we say, okay, you posted 30 times during the month, you reached 10,000 people, that ain't enough. You know what I'm saying? We gonna need you to post 60 times so you can reach 20,000 people and then we gonna minus that and we gonna say, we got, we still got 980 left. So you got some bar traffic, you got a friend with some followers that you could post on and go live with, you got a podcast you could go on, you got something else you can do. No, okay, we gonna have to spend money. And then that also lets me know. So when I go to my ads person, come on, right? Come on. Hey, look, we need yes. nine hundred and eighty thousand impressions. Yes. Let me know how much I need to spend per day yes. to get that. Yes. I don't do this, dog. Yes, yeah. but now, now, because people come to you and be like, "Well, how much should I spend on ads?" You need to spend enough to get to nine hundred and eighty thousand right. people. So go in the back end of your ads manager and see how much that's going to come. Come on now. So it's now a- you go to a launch. It's not a guess. It's It's not a guess. It's not a guess. guess. We printing money on demand. She said it. She said it. She said it. She said it. Hey, look, if you want, hey, I told you we working with her all 22. Yeah, yeah, no, literally, I'm, I'm, when we go out of here, I don't know what your hour, I'm paying you whatever it costs. We go sit down for an hour just <laughs> yeah. as a start. So I'm, I'm, I'm zelling you or wiring you before we leave out of here Period. because I'm a good marketer, but I am not, I, 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 I go into launch mode bull rush. Yeah. yeah. But, but, that doesn't matter just the brick wall. Yeah, he's gonna get through it. Yeah, he's gonna run through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but my, or I could have just like got in the construction you know, the door, vehicle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could have just went around. But like, so we do hit our line. But like, it's it's always a uh, it's a hope and a guess and a work ethic. But there's mm-hmm. not enough science because like then it takes the pressure off of you. Yeah, right. like this is and gonna be at least a hundred thousand dollar launch. You also can look at it from the sense of like, oh, I see that you're not getting to that nine eighty. Oh, spend some more. Spend less. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you know what leverage to pull based on the plan that you started with. But that's be, that's the gap for it. And most entrepreneurs not going to go this deep, honestly, mm-hmm. right? But as a marketer, it's like, if I got the numbers, then I know what needs to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I can even look at that and say, okay, on Instagram, we're going to get this many. On TikTok, we're going to get this many. On YouTube, and the more launches you do, that's why I say you got to be consistent. We can dial in on them numbers. Mm-hmm. On emails, right. we can get this many people to register. On Like, we can dial in on the numbers, but you just got to know the numbers. Not to mention, whoever's over the marketing team, because they're looking at the back end, mm-hmm. can then influence creative decisions. Like, hey, yes. look. You need to do seven more of these posts yep. because if you want to get your impression go more organically and yeah. not to spend as much, this is what the data is telling us. Correct. Jesus Christ. Correct. And even to the sense of when, now we're talking about managing a team, I can tell you exactly what your goal needs to be. And so you know why you failed. Yeah. You know why you're not a good you're not a good social media manager. Yeah. I ain't gotta I don't have to guess, I don't have to feel. I can look at the data and know what's going on. Cause my next question was 
Um, I was going to ask was what should your KPIs for your team be mm-hmm. every day, every month? But it just depends on what the campaign the is, what yep. the launch is. So if your, yep. your KPI is not 180,000 impressions, <laughs> yeah. like that's yeah. your KPI, bro. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't make it during the launch, yeah. you don't wonder why you're fired. Yeah. Cause this was your job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, well, I tell you, you, tell you she cold, she cold as ice, boy. <laughs> nah, man, I thought I was good, bro. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm, ho- I'm hooping with Tim's it's on like, right now. I'm yeah. literally, yeah. literally, <laughs> literally told her the same thing. She yeah. sent me the link to the Shopify. I said, what the fuck is going on? Oh. I was like, we've been getting it done. We've been winning. Yeah. But man, I've been fucking playing with Timberwolves. Yeah, on. yeah. And no socks, feet bleeding. No, seriously, y'all at home, man. Like, if you this is a million dollars worth of game right now. Like, like literally, like, and I'm learning. Like, so I know I knew entrepreneurs. Like, yo, what is happening right now? Um, Jesus Christ, I don't know. It's relevant to when it's relevant, right? So it's like the reason why we're like uh, she's blowing our head off is because these small tweak these levers that you can pull hundreds of thousand dollars per month. These these are decisions that can dramatically change the course, which is on your end easy to quantify your value. Oh shit! Because you come in, it's like okay, hey. You said you want to do this. This is what you're doing currently. We do these tweaks. This is going to be the difference. Yeah. My fee is a drop in the bucket at yeah. that point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You know it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. But but if you don't have the business and the product and the offer and all the other things that come with it, right. then it's not going to make sense. So if you're, if you're an entrepreneur and you have, have an offer, you know you have a solid offer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you just aren't understanding the back end, right? Sounds like you could really help somebody in that way. If they're yeah, ready. and this is honestly, and I know like somebody, y'all just gonna have to watch this again, right? Yeah, a couple so times, run it back. Yeah, I, I'm watching, yeah. bro. Can so we get this uploaded yesterday, bro? <laughs> 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 yeah, I just really the wrong place. So you can really tap in, but I think that I want, if you're a new entrepreneur, you just started, what I want you to take away from this is the consistency of launching and then just understanding the million dollar plan, right? Mm-hmm. And even if you don't go all the way to like, the marketing numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Like what happens? Cause I normally don't tell people that until they get to like a seven to eight figure business yeah. because you ain't dialed in enough. Yeah, right? right. But even if you could just see, cause you could go back into your Instagram uh, analytics and see your website tips. Right. Mm-hmm. And how many people are actually coming to the website. Yeah. Right. And so you just want to dial in on how many, how much traffic you're getting to the site, regardless of what type of business you have, service based, whatever, mm-hmm. but just understanding your launch numbers. If you are a service based business, maybe your um, numbers are more so how many calls you need to get. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. If you are e com business, you can go in the back end of Shopify and it'll tell you what that traffic looks like from what platform. Mm-hmm. But I just want y'all to get your numbers and understand the consistency of just launching. Yes. Yeah. So one thing that we learned recently this year that transformed our philosophy on business is that ascension leads to retention, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to uh, basically the, the art of perpetual problem creation, right? Yeah. So because you're so great at what you do, but I also know you teach like what are the different levels that you can that you are currently working with people from like a low ticket product all the way to like the agency? Can you kind of explain like the different levels that people can 
tap yeah. in with you in your business? So we have our co-workers community. So okay. we, because we have, so let's start from the top of the uh, letter. It's the Ghetto CEO Podcast. Because okay. mm-hmm. being a CEO is super ghetto. <laughs> 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 and so that is like our visibility play. Like how yeah. we're getting people in, lead generating. And so from there, we have the co-workers community. The co-workers community is a completely free community, but there are yep. local chapters in yep. different cities. Um, so you can join the co-workers community. And then from there, once you're like, I'm ready to learn, right? Like I'm ready to actually apply the things Monray is teaching, mm-hmm. you join the Millionaire Mob University. Okay. If you're making under $10,000 a, a month, then mm-hmm. you should join School of Marketing. Okay. If you're making over $10,000 a month, you join our Millionaire Mastermind. We mm-hmm. only take, I only take 10, maybe 15 students because mm-hmm. I Per think, month? No, per year. It's a year-long program. Only oh, because yeah. I love the agency and we're scaling the agency. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Once that fills up, then I can't do no more one-on-one. Co- and right. I coach them one-on-one. Okay, in the okay, okay, okay. Um, and so then if you are, I would say at least seven figures or more, you should then look into the agency. Okay. Um, and so the, on the agency side, we either can come in and teach your team or we can actually do the strategy and we can be on your team. Now, mm-hmm. I only take C- two CMO clients, which I'm like running the department. Yeah. But um, those slots are filled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so my only option is the C the agency. I, I, I was asking, I was like, yo, can we, are we, we got that lot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, y'all yeah. wanted it too. Y'all okay, wanted okay, it too. Okay, okay, okay. Don't worry. I'm okay. Doing this. I was like, I'll, yeah, I've already put a bid in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I help actually do the department, but other than that, we do your campaigns and stuff, and it's a done for you strategy. That whole one to eight steps, mm-hmm. we map that out, and then we execute it and we monitor it for you. Okay. Yeah, that is. It's so quantifiable. That's what I love about because we are numbers guys, right? So yeah. it's like you know, with this year, us having to hire more people and doing all yeah. like it's like things can slip through the cracks, but like this is so quantifiable. Not only from the from a vantage point of like you running the department, but also yeah. like. Oh, you're telling me that this is that person's KPI, and now I don't have to worry about wondering if they're good or not because you're telling me they're not good, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're or they're crushing it, and it just forces people to like level up because it's, it's it's one thing to get something done, right? Yeah. If your social media manager is posting consistently, that's amazing, right? right. They're showing up, but going from a seven figure business to a low eight figure to a multi multi eight figure business, yeah. it's not about just showing up. It's not no. about running through brick walls. It's right. about dialing things in tweaking things optimizing mm-hmm. and you got to have the best players on the team Thanks. to win the game i literally said that this year i'm like this year we win in a championship mm-hmm. and you don't decide that you win in a championship the the first game yeah, right like yeah. you start you start building your championship team years before mm-hmm. right and so yeah. you have to know that the people on your team can like i need to depend on lebron to do what lebron do yeah, right? right but you got to know what this person can do and if they can't do it then you got to move them out the way it's not it's nothing personal yeah. right it's like this it, is the it is never per- once you have the quantifiable yeah. numbers it's not it's no longer personal it's right. no longer this personal. is the measuring yeah. stick of success and it yes. also helps nail the guardrails for everybody right so it's everybody. like hey look okay look Forget what you thought mattered. Yeah. This is the measuring stick of success. Yeah. So if we're not doing that, all the other stuff that you thought was cute, but right. like we're not winning. Right. Yeah. Right? right. So right. it keeps it keeps everybody on their P's and Q's, even us as the creators of the content. So okay. Right. Well, yeah, you got the team that's doing the back end doing this. Right. We said we needed you to do this organically. Right. Right. So like your KPI as a content creator is to do X. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just love how quantifiable it is because it just makes it it just makes it scientific. And honestly, I had the reason why I had to do this, and I as I started thinking about this mm-hmm. um and talking through the process, I mm-hmm. think about when I my mind started to work like this. And it was mm-hmm. when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to go back. I remember playing teacher with myself because I had no kids or okay. no siblings. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> I had no siblings. And yeah. so I used to play teacher with myself and I used to like 
um, write out the letters and I'd be like A plus B mm-hmm. equals 23 but A got to do this and B got like I used to think like that right yeah. and so I want I wanted to create that so that I could take the personal out of the creating the team right, right? because we talked about this mm-hmm. right like when I was building my company it got so personal with everybody right yeah. like my right you don't like me my mm-hmm. right is you know but I'm like okay but now I can show you the numbers and show you why you can't be here anymore mm-hmm. so we hired we've hired and fired over 100 50 people but it's based on these numbers because you a lot of people don't work off results they just work off of effort mm-hmm. and so when I hold people to the fire and say like nah you gotta hit these numbers then it's like oh I wasn't trying to do all of that right Ooh, and so this ain't, it, this ain't your home this ain't the place because yeah. we gotta win we gotta win this championship speaking of holding, uh, holding people to the fire so you know the marketing campaign that we're gonna release for the fragrance room, yeah. right the, one of the one of the guys that's supposed to be in the campaign, he, he had a, he had a stroke the morning of the campaign and said like they didn't know at the time of the stroke. Right? No, he just woke up saying, "Hey, my my vision's kind of blurred." And she's like, well, "We can guide you to the." So we gotta get this done. She said, "We can guide. I can I can hold your hand. Hold your hand. Get the get the walking stick. If you see him, hey, yo." I didn't understand, but you know afterwards I'm like, like "Oh, he had a stroke. My, my bad." Yeah, no, that's that's yo is. yo. That is hilarious. So. What are some mistakes mm-hmm. that you see people constantly make that you would like to just give us on this podcast so they avoid it? What's the mistake you see people constantly make when it comes to their marketing, specifically new business owners? We just went on a whole tangent yeah. for like high this, level the high level business owners. Some people are like, yo, what are they even wait, talking wait, about? Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So new business owners, they know they need to market, right? They know they need to get in front of eyeballs. What are some mistakes that you see them make that you want to talk to people about now so that they don't make them ahead of time? Yeah, two mistakes that I see a lot is one, you like when you're starting your business or mm-hmm. you're doing a new launch, you mm-hmm. spend less money on marketing than you still spend on products or inventory or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because a lot of people going to Alibaba or whatever, ordering the products is a tangible thing you can hold, mm-hmm. so it's exciting. Right, right, exactly. My, you want to take the picture with the boxes, yeah. okay? If I see too much inventory, that means you ain't making enough money. Okay? <laughs> get off the Why you get all that? Uh, call? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get that out of here. Get that right. out of here. Right. I'm gonna get you out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get the <laughs> products up out of here. <laughs> so you need to understand, like you gotta spend, like if you got a fifty thousand dollar budget, if you got a five thousand dollar budget, spend four on marketing. Ooh. Talk to them. People don't want to hear that though. No, they don't want to hear that, no, hear that they though. Come to me last, like, oh well, I got for products. Yeah, and it's, it's, I, it's, I got five dollars. So here's, like, here's what I got left for marketing. It's the delusion of thinking that. Mark Zuckerberg is gonna let you come on this platform, and you got ten thousand followers, 20, yeah. and you go, and everybody gonna see it. And you all you gotta do is post it yeah. and click link my bio because they're gonna be able to smell the greatness of your product yeah. in your post. Yeah, out of here. Yeah. Honestly, it doesn't matter. Like I tell right. people all the time, when we go on Target, like girls, we like to shop in Target all the time, right? Mm-hmm. He probably on match head about. I shopping literally, on- yeah, I literally, I, was, I, had, I had the thought when you said, I was like, match probably in Target right, right. now. I just got uh, Atlanta. Uh, you need anything from Target? Yeah. No. <laughs> but we like Target, right? But yeah. we go on Target. We just be putting stuff in the cart. Mm. You see stuff that you seen on Instagram. You like, let me test this out. You have no idea if that product is good or not. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what made you buy it. It Ooh, was the marketing heavy. that mm. made you buy it. Mm-hmm. It is the goodness of the product that made you come back. Yeah. Come and on. buy it again. So I don't understand why people spend more 
more time and energy on um, the product and developing the product or the service, the experience, which is step four in the customer journey, <laughs> then step one, right. which is visibility. Like you got to be They're not going to get to the experience no. if they don't. Yeah, I'm it's, so, yeah. it's like so cute in your salon. Like you got leather seats. They yeah. massage you and all of that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. ain't no marketing. It's a paradigm. Ain't nobody in that job. Yeah. Yeah. It's a paradigm shit that people have to have. Like, I mean, you see people like Grant Cardone say stuff like that, right? Yeah. How much they spend on marketing and they don't know you. They can't flow you, but people just have a hard time because it's intangible. It's yes, intangible. It's right? untangible. And, it's, and it feels risky. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to spend all this money to hope that people, but yeah. what, what, what you broke down, it's not a hope. What, it's a, it's what, a that's if they knew it wasn't a hope, they, would they wouldn't be scared anymore. Yeah. Be scared like anymore. I, yeah. my, the hardest thing for me as an entrepreneur was to spend money on ads. Mm. I spent money on building my Instagram page, mm. but spending money on ads always risky to me because I didn't know the outcome. Yeah. Right. But to your point, if you have a, if you have $5,000 in your business yeah. and you spend $4,000 on marketing and you have a 2X row ass, meaning you get two times as much as you put back in. Mm-hmm. Now you get $8,000 back. So now you have 9,000 that you can use some of that to buy more yeah, products to get, you know, to sell. So instead of buying a hundred units, buy 10 units, market the rest, and then take orders that you don't have and use the money that you make from the orders to buy yeah. more products. Exactly. And if you digital, you don't gotta worry about any of this. Have you ever been chilling on your couch and you were maybe trying to find something to watch on TV, whether it's Netflix or Hulu, Amazon Prime, Stars? I mean, there's so many streaming services nowadays, right? Um, Maybe you've already binge watched that favorite series and it's over and you're just trying to find something else to watch. But imagine if you spent that energy trying to find creative and impactful content that can help you level up your journey towards your first one million in net worth. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flix, which is a complete library of past workshops and masterclasses where you can learn different topics across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship on your journey towards your first one million in net worth. So head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Financial Flix, as well as all the other great features that you can find inside of our Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You gotta spend on marketing. Don't okay. gotta spend. Hence marketing. Right. Buy one that, word. She is she. Uh, <laughs> oh my first. god. That's the Won't be the last. Won't be the last. She, she, oh, yeah, she said that too eloquently. Yes. That will not be the last. Um. So what are some? I'm put you on the spot here. Okay. What are some of your predictions? Uh, for marketing success in 2024. Like, what are some mm. things that people got to do different than they maybe did in 2023? What's going to work? So what's going to work in 2024? That's a good question. So one thing I think that's going to work is community. So okay. like content that drives community, like you need to make sure you have people places for people to hang out at. Like mm-hmm. people want to be tied to other people. Your co-working space. Yeah. The co-workers. Yeah, okay, right. Good, like that. The fact that we don't do anything in there, you know what I'm saying? Like we talk, we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We talk to each other. We go to brunch, uh-huh. we go eat mimosa, have mimosas together. Uh-huh. But it's like you just want to be together with mm-hmm. people, right? So gotta have community. I think the other thing, of course, AI, mm-hmm. utilizing AI to be able to really amplify what you're already doing because mm-hmm. it's. I think marketing comes at a, a fast pace, like mm-hmm. you said, like running through the wall. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people can't run through the wall because they don't have enough team. They don't have enough resources. 
So utilizing and training AI to do what you What's some AI, some of your favorite AI platforms or I mean, I'm a basic AI girl. Okay. okay? I'm a chat GPT that thing out, okay. right? Okay. Um so I ain't got into all the different platforms and yeah. all the things, okay. but um I think you should utilize it, but it's a specific way to do it. So, those what? are my predictions. Okay. Okay. Um Dude, I, I got enough, dude. Like, I have no and I also, yeah. oh, and I add this. I was reading an article where they said um, they were surveying a lot of CEOs mm. of mm. Fortune 500 companies, and they said brand marketing is coming back. Hmm. And a lot of people have been investing in up. lifestyle marketing. Shut up. Uh. Brand marketing, developing the brand, developing the story, utilizing good quality content mm. is really coming back. What is the what is your definition? What is your definition of the difference between branding versus marketing? Because most people don't know the difference. Yeah. So, like, we have to give a, a, a understanding to the audience of what branding is versus what marketing is. Yeah. So, my thought process between branding, marketing, sales. Like, branding is how you look. Marketing is how now that you attracted the person, and sales is now I actually converted you. So I think with brand marketing, it's going to be more about storytelling and the feel-good marketing that we used to see back in the day, mm-hmm. right? Instead of this hit-it-or-quit-it type of thing. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like, you got to yeah. make people feel good. Yeah, so in, in your terms, so like, it's not a lot of the, if you're watching this video, like, boom, 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 that, like right. there has to be a story and like, oh, this makes sense. There's like, there was effort put into this, yeah. not just you like telling me how good your thing is right, and then right. clicking the link, right? And I think it's going to be That's a hybrid. we did yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly what y'all did yesterday. But yeah. it's a hybrid, right? Hybrid like, for sure, yeah. Yeah, like do a little bit of that, but you're going to have to really like get people going, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of like brand marketing agencies mm-hmm. coming up. Um, Kendrick Lamar actually has one that he just opened. And so just being able to really tell those stories and mm-hmm. amplifying, a lot of these agencies are now amplifying black voices through content creation. So, so essentially what we did with this campaign is that, yep. that that's a essentially like brand marketing. Okay, yep, cool. yep. Okay. Hey man, you know everybody. Everybody ain't able, man. Yeah. Everybody. He been trying to get me on his brand pushing, like, bro. If we not spending money to convert customers, I don't want. I want to hear about I'm, it. I'm so glad this happened because so me and her was planning to meet either tomorrow or Monday yeah. to basically map out like. Like to get the results, the quantifiable result, and yeah. now I was gonna present. I was like, we gonna present that to this thing. I, yeah. that's it. I was like, yeah. we gonna present to the team. Yeah. I was like, because to, to his defense, he's a very like, if it ain't broke, don't fix. Yeah. And, it, and it's and it's hard not to be that way if something's working. Right. right? right. Like, why would I? shift energy away from something but I know I know how smart you are how genius your strategy is yeah. and I know because we're business partners it's like we have an old unlimited trust for each other but having an outside person being able to say like objectively yeah, this is what I see this is what can happen um, I just knew that you would, I would get your buy in that way but now yeah, we, it's, it's just been playing. It's introduced me to her. Like, that's, 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 all, that's all I needed. Like, this is well, podcast is all I needed. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think it's a little bit of both. Like, yeah. if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's added on, right? Yeah. Like, just do a go. little bit of more and start to transition. Yeah, yeah that's the point. He would say, dude, do, do we doing this? I would say, no. Like, yeah. like, like, because we this we don't have to. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But like yeah. now. I understand. Um, you, can say you can do both. If you do this, oh. but this will this will help amplify what you're already doing. Because what, what happens over is here. brand marketing will help your conversions because yes. now what happens is like people are you're getting you're telling telling a better story versus yeah. like eventually if you punch somebody long enough you gonna knock them out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. But you okay. could have just hit them in the ribs one time. And you didn't have right. to hit them. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Yeah. But you could do both, right? Yeah. Keep hitting them, but hitting them with goodness. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. then they really are tapped in and tapped into your community. But also on the other side with you'll love that if your content amplifies and gets better you spend less money on ads spend yeah. less money on come on and that's, that's essentially what I was trying to say yeah. Yeah. Right? the yeah. better it is it, it makes your advertising convert 
way easy, higher. Way higher. Because you have a brand, right? That's the whole yeah. thing. The reason why people like even uh, Nike or McDonald's or whoever still spend so much money on brand awareness marketing is because it, it translates to trust. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't even, when I went to Shanghai in 2018, I hadn't ate McDonald's like seven years before that. Mm-hmm. I ate McDonald's when I got there because if I was the first thing I ate, because I was like, well, at least I, it's the devil I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand. So brand will allow you to spend less money on marketing, well, on the back end, right? Yeah. Because ultimately people just know who you are and they're going to trust. It's all, you know, we hear no like trust. They know right. you, the more they know you, the more they like you, the more they trust you, the easier it is to convert. Exactly. And then we make more money. Yes. And which, are, which yeah. is why I think that companies are focusing more on brand marketing because they understand, like, during the pandemic, you could just hit them on the head one time and they'll spend, right? Yeah, right. But yeah. now they understand it's a longer sales process. So yeah. now I need to spend more money and more time on the note. Mm-hmm. Right, because you don't need like me or trust me yet. That's why y'all ain't spending money with me. So mm-hmm. if I spend more mo- money on the no, then you will convert into the no like interest. And then mm-hmm. I also feel like when you when you get back to the brand marketing, like even what we just did yesterday, your words not mine. He was like, they gonna join this class. It's like if they spent this much effort and money on just to getting us here. Like yeah. there gotta be something saucy behind the. You know right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like what ends up happening is like. Like, it, it kind of almost expedites the no, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because of the quality. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's my assumption. Now I got yeah. the confirmation. But yeah. Correct. Ooh. I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited. Well, <laughs> well, you know, this is the Melanin Money Show. Yes. Yeah. And we talked about the very, you know, the very first thing we said on, the, said on this episode was how you went from, you know, $168,000 to your to your first million in your business. Mm-hmm. Um, from your vantage point and your, through your evolution, what would you say being a Melanin Millionaire means to you? Hmm. First of all, when I think about Melanin Millionaire, I feel like it's necessary. Come on. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I always tell my clients that abundance is your birthright. Mm-hmm. Come on. So you deserve to have all of the money that you want. But um, for me, it just means that you have to go get what you said you wanted. Right? Like I told you that um, that December of 2019 mm-hmm. that I was going to make my million dollars. You told me. I ain't know how. I ain't know we would. I just was like, George, I'm making a million dollars. And he was like, and I'm going to okay. need somebody to help me. Yeah, I'm like, my, my I need somebody to manage my money. You should get the money first, then come out at me. And he was like, okay. You yeah, know, yeah. And he rocked with me, and I really did it. You know what I mean? And she did and so, so much that year. So much. And this right. why you was telling me getting the digital? And this is like behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, you watch see, see how she was going crazy. I was like, bring your, bring your ass back over. Yeah, I was like, man, I ain't selling no courses, man. I launched and nobody bought, man. I'm a and professional. I'm just, and I'm just I'm looking at her. <laughs> like, um, I was just looking at like, because I know you know, you knew Ellie before you knew her. Yeah. But she, like, from, on, from in terms of like going live, like, she was the first person I knew mm-hmm. that was like consistently packing yeah. out lives like back in 2019. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, why are y'all going live so much? Yeah. I, I'm making X amount of dollars every time I go live. Every yeah. time. Every, I'm like, I would go live every yeah. day too. And so, <laughs> yeah. and, so, and so just to see, like I, I, I literally got to see it happen in real time. I'm like, wait. You watch her go live, look at the financials, like, yeah. yo, what is happening? And, then, and, it, just, and it, it was like, just like this. I was like, wait, so last year, all of last year, you made 168. And then yeah. February is like 110 in, in the month. Then yeah. I was like, hold on, wait a, wait a minute. <laughs> on, this, is un, this is not, what? <laughs> yeah, so to see that up close and to see somebody, but to give her credit, Whatever you think about her creatively, her execution and her work ethic. I mean, I seen, I, so, yeah. I seen the video, bro. Yes, like, yes. So don't, yeah. so don't get there and think like, oh, if I just go live and I do like, no, yeah. I'm telling you, behind the scenes, she is a workhorse. Like she gets it done. I sent her a campaign, and then within ten days, everything was done, deliverable sent, organized, tested, ready to go. And you would think that, uh, I mean, who's the biggest? I don't know, like. 
you think Chanel or somebody, whoever, I don't yeah. know who's the biggest, like, yeah. you would think that they did it yeah. for one of their campaigns. And for that, like, I mean, I don't know what other proof you needed to put in that she is the best in the business star. You can't be one of her CMO clients, yeah. but you can learn from her, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In a millionaire mob university or potentially the mastermind, depending upon if she has slots available for that. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, or join the community. Or join, and, yeah. and definitely listen to the podcast. I was hey, on the, I run was this podcast. one back, man. Yeah, yeah. If you like sure. money, run this one back. If over. you like money. If you like if money, you like money, run this one it is right printing it is. on demand did you do you did you trademark that yet Nope, yep. Okay, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Well, this was another episode of the Melon and Money show. Um see you next time. See you, what, what else has to be said? And what else has to drop, be drop, said? Drop the drugs. What more can yeah, I like, no, drop, <laughs> drop that in the episode. But nah, peace y'all. Peace y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. We hope that this episode was inspiring and gave you some tangible nuggets that you can walk away with and implement in real time. If you found this episode valuable, please like, subscribe, share, and consider leaving a review of this episode on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time.